You're listening to America's Entrepreneur, the podcast designed to educate, entertain, and inspire you in your personal and professional journey. I'm your host, Aaron Spatz, and on the podcast, I interview entrepreneurs, industry experts, and other high achievers as they detail their personal and professional journeys in business. My goal is to glean their experiences into actionable insights that you can apply to your own journey. If you're new to the show, we've spoken with successful entrepreneurs, Grammy award-winning artists, best-selling authors, chief executives, and other fascinating minds with unique experiences. We've covered topics such as how to achieve breakthrough in business, growing startups, effective leadership techniques, and much more. If you strive for continual self-improvement and enjoy fascinating and insightful conversation, hit the subscribe button. You'll love it here at America's Entrepreneur. Thank you, service, brother. Oh man, no, it's a pleasure. I would, I would go back and do it all over again. And likewise, thank you for for the time that you gave. Yeah, man, it's uh, it's been a very um, important part of my life and uh, my growth. Hmm. Um, being in the Marines, you know, uh, it's, it's uh, I think when you're a, a young man and you're coming up, uh, the, the discipline that you learn are disciplines that sometimes you didn't really get out of parenting. Yeah, you know, I was from a single parent family and my mother was really worked and, uh, it was easy to be led down the wrong road, wrong, hang with the wrong crowd. I think being in Marines, it's once you stepped on those yellow footprints, you know, you have three, you put into a platoon and you have three at basic training, three moms and dads <laughs> screaming at you yeah. all day. That's true. And, and, and literally shaping um, your life mm. with discipline. And it, it's what was so amazing to me out of the whole experience of Paris Island was that was the last day before your graduation when they, they wake you up in the middle of the night and sit down and have that pep talk with you. I don't know if that happened for you, but it, it, it you know, I was, it, it did happen for our platoon. And then, you know, when things when the drill instructor stop screaming and sit down and just have a conversation, say, Hey guys, uh, you know, all of this was for your benefit. And, you know, we were being an asshole for a, a reason. <laughs> you know? right. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Well, Take us a little bit, so you, you share with us quickly a little bit about your background and, and you, know, you, you, you joined the Marine Corps and then you share with us a little bit about what you did uh, while you're in active duty and, and then uh, and then share with us a little bit of the transition in, in your story about getting into music and, 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 and how you've come through that journey. You know, crazy enough, I was in the music before. <laughs> before I got into the military, I, I, I did dance hall um, in Flatbush. Uh, but at the time, dancehall was not a popular art form. And um, not a lot of people were making a living out of it. You know, it wasn't enough to sustain, you know, any kind of a lifestyle. Um, you make some chump chains here and there, but there was no regular artist that really made it big. And um, so, you know, me at that point, you t- I turned to the drug game. You know, it was in the 90s and everybody was selling weed and coke and whatever it is. And you kind of, you know, as a kid, kind of get wrapped up into that, you know. And, but um, I'm, not, I'm no fool. And, you know, the minute you see somebody, you know, 
step in a pothole and break his leg, you know, common sense is to step over it, you know, and um, it didn't take very long to see some of my friends getting locked up and put away, you know, to realize that, yeah, you know, this really isn't the path that I want to take. And so I went down to the Flatbush Junction and walked into the recruiting office and just said, hey, I need to get out of here. And I need to get out of here for many reasons. Wow. I was in the wrong crowd. Two, I was living with my mother and I, 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 you know, we really couldn't get along very well and I just needed to be out. So, you know, I just kind of made it. It was probably one of the best moves I ever made in my life. Uh, in a, in to, totally a life changing. Well, I'm about to say that that takes a great degree of self, self um, awareness in a, in a, and maybe you didn't even really realize what you're doing at the time, right? You're probably, you're probably wondering what you got yourself into just a few weeks later, but there's something about absolutely. that. <laughs> absolutely. 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 You just hit the nail on the head. I actually remember my saying, what the fuck did I get myself into? <laughs> because yeah. I, I didn't do much research about it. It was very impulsive. I just knew I was at a place that I couldn't see where I was growing. I couldn't hold a job. I went, I, everybody was just going to get a job. I, I spent one day at Baskin Robbins and, and, and left the next day. I was like, okay, I can't do this. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't have a boss. I couldn't, I had no discipline enough to do that. You know, I was in a household. I never had chores. I never, you know, nobody, you know what I'm saying? They, so I did, they, they, right. they, I wasn't, I wasn't raised with certain values and certain things. You know, my, my mom just wasn't that type of person. She only had one child. You know, so at the end of the day, some people, you know, they're good at other things. You know what I mean? Um, so I don't blame her for it. It's just, you know, not everybody supposed to cut out to do certain things, I think, you know? Mm. Yeah. So I, I, I kind of just took it up and just say, Hey, I'm just going to go do what I got to do, you know? And, and a friend of mine had gone and, and, and said, he, he, he's going to, so that's how I got the idea. And I just went ahead and did it. Wow. But yeah, I was scared stiff after that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you were. <laughs> no, well, can you share with us a story in your career and that, and it may have been when you're in the music industry full time after getting out of the Marine Corps, but can, can you share with us a, a story that maybe it, it was a setback or a big challenge in, in your career and how that has driven you to be where you are today? Well, I, I guess there are many stories like yeah. that, <laughs> um, you know, because I'm, I'm in a genre that's not a very, um, at the time, and, and it's it's way more popular now. Dance hall has become part of popular culture, but back then it wasn't, you know. And so there were many obstacles. Uh, and so the, 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 that drive to really continue came with passion at the same time. I, I really believe that you cannot be successful or excel at anything unless you're passionate about it. So I was really, really passionate about music. Um, I was in the military, but I wasn't passionate about being a military man. I did my job and I, I think I did it fairly well. I wasn't super excellent at it either. I was a cannoneer. I, I, I was a artilleryman, you know, um, but I was also a very big, big character, you know? So, <laughs> you know, I gave jokes and a lot of guys gathered. So the, so the, the, you know, the, the crew liked me, Sure. you know, uh, I ended up driving the, um, the XO at one point because he thought I was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Yeah, and I, and I kept them laughing and he said, and yeah, but it also gave me perks. You know, I, 
ended up in the middle of the war. I ended up driving the chow truck. So that was perks. I ended up to go back to base camp every day. I got extra <laughs> peanut butter and jelly and shit like that, you know? So right. it was really, really great. Um, but music was really where I excelled, you know? I, you know, I was in Brooklyn at the time, and I, I realized two things. I realized that when I when I spit these lyrics, and I, I had a knack for actually putting the lyrics together and spitting them freestyle, and once I did that, I got chicks. You know, I got attention from girls. And if I talk about their hair and their bag and their shoes, I got their number, you know? <laughs> and then I realized that I got into clubs for free and I drank for free and I leave with the hottest chick and I was the happiest man in the world <laughs> at that time. So I was like, wow, I can really do this. This is cool. And then I did old Caroline and they gave me a million dollars and I'm like, okay, I can wow. really get used to this. I, I did bombastic and they gave me another million. I was like, whoa. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, so at that point I, you know, I, I realized that, that a lot of what, I was doing came from the military because in, in making these records, I had to get up really early to do these morning shows. Mm. You know, I do a tons of interviews during the day. And then at night I go do a concert and I wake up back and I'm on a plane, probably on, on another continent doing yep. the same thing over. And oh. it took, it took all I could remember getting up in the morning is my, my drill instructor throwing <laughs> that garbage pan down the middle <laughs> of the squad bay. And say, get up, get up, get up, get up, get up, get up, get up. And, and to this day, I'm still that guy. Wow. I'm still that guy to just get up. I, you know, it's time, you know, and make it happen. Wow. Well, there's an element there of just absolute endurance and perseverance and passion. And I, and I think that just so clearly just spills out of you because you've been in this industry for quite some time. And, and, and once again, I mean, congratulations. You picked up your latest Grammy last year. And I mean, you've, you've had a, you've had a career that has spanned quite some time. And, and like you mentioned, it, it's in a genre that is not known for getting a whole lot of attention. And, and I, I honestly would credit you with getting the genre a lot more traction and a lot more mainstream play. And, uh, and, and I think there's a lot people can learn from you with, with your ability to endure and persist through all these years. Absolutely. I'm, I'm, you know, uh, when we, when we were doing it in, in the early days, it, it didn't, it didn't exist. So, you know, you got to remember old Carolina was the first British chart number one in dance hall. Um, Mr. Boombastic was the first British chart dance hall record to actually debut at number one. And we did it again with Angel and with Wasn't Me and with the Hot Shot album. So we've broken down many barriers and actually brought this music and this art form to, to the front. And I couldn't have done it without um, that discipline that I got yeah. from being in the military, that drive that I got, you know, and even today, there, you know, there's, there's things that, you know, one of my hardest lessons is, is um, when people around you are not growing as fast as you and you have to make that cut, you know, and a lot of time you make those cuts and those people have families and uh, these are harsh decisions that you have to make and you have to make them because in time of war, there's there are decisions that a CEO or uh, an XO, you know, got to make. Um, that might be some of the harshest decisions that you got to make to get the job done. You know, and I certainly saw that by being in the military, by being in, in you yeah. know, in, in, in the first Gulf War. Right. 
what advice would you give veterans that you know they they may have gotten out of the service they're they're now in in the middle of their careers it could be just a few years in or many years in into their careers but you know maybe they're frustrated or floundering or feeling like they're not really going anywhere what what advice what what message would you have for that group find your passion yeah yeah find your passion absolutely yeah i was asked this question really that how do i measure my success and, and do I measure my success with accolades or do I measure my success with, um, with uh, the amount of money that I have? And I said, I measure my, my, my success with um, how impactful I have been to other people's lives. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I, I remember with, me writing these songs, I you know I remember even with my Hot Shot album, there was eleven people that bought their homes and started their lives. They were young people, you know. Wow. Um, I see people gone to colleges and raise their kids out of songs that I've these three minutes compositions that I've written. So, I have come impacted people's lives in, in so many positive ways that to me that is the measure of my success. Wow. You know. And in finding my passion, that is where it is. It's, it's that pursuit of happiness, you know, that pursuit of, of bliss. And they would have to find that, whatever it is that they really like doing that benefits others. Because there might be things that you really like doing that benefit only you. Right. Which is, which is no good. <laughs> so it's not to be confused with the things that you like to do that just, benefits you but the thing that you're passionate about that benefits the world right that benefits others and that's your path that's so good that's so good what um what else do you have coming up that we can promote i know that you uh, you just came off a tour in uh, australia new zealand uh, you dropped an album last year and i believe you got a lot more tour coming up in europe so Tell us a little bit about what, what projects you have coming. Well, we have, we have, we're going to Europe uh, on, in, a, in a few days. We're going to the UK and Ireland with myself and Nelly and um, Eve and a couple of us. And uh, I just finished uh, Australia with Sean Paul. I'm sure Sean and I have a lot of good plans that we have in, in, in store. Sting and I also have, have, have some plans ahead also. We have the Hot Shot 2020 that's coming out, I think, around April or May. Um, this is my Hot Shot album, that, which is my Diamond Teller album with, with Angel Was Me. We're redoing oh, wow. some tracks from it, along with a few new tracks, and then also putting some classic old songs, old, old number ones like Mr. Bombastic or Carolina, and those songs on it also. Oh, that'll be fun. Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah, looking forward so, to it. So it's a fun album, and, and a lot of them got collaborations on it. Like, you know, I'm, we're putting different features on some of these songs to make them work. Well, I'll give this last segment back to you. If there's, if there's any, any words of wisdom, any advice, any, any struggles, anything that you would want to share with, with the audience, I would love to give this back to you. Anything you do that, that is going to be positive, you know, to people. I, I really look at myself as being the luckiest guy in the world. I and mean, you really got to count your best. And you got to look at the glass half full instead of half empty. 
And we sometimes look at the glass half empty. Look at everything around you, man. And if you, especially if you're a guy that comes from nothing like me. And you know, I look at a lot of things and I'm just really, really, really grateful. You know, a lot of people look at things and just, you know, you might be a person that is healthy. You might not have the finer things in life, you know, but you have the finest thing in life, which is your health. You know, if you're a healthy person, but you can't pay your rent, it's not the end of the world. You have your health, you know, and you got to look at that. That's great perspective. You know, it's been a journey and an experience. For sure. For sure. And I just want to thank you so much for your time. I, I know you're a super busy guy and thank you for carving some time out for me. I'm, I'm truly grateful and honored that you'd spend time with me. Yeah, man. Thank you very much, man. Thanks. I appreciate you, man. Thanks for listening to America's Entrepreneur. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review or comment on your preferred social media platform. Share it out with friends, family, coworkers, others in your network. And of course, you can write me directly at Aaron at boldmedia.us. That's A-A-R-O-N at boldmedia.us. Until next time.